You're wired in. Smallcapvoice.com. Following is a presentation of Smallcapvoice.com. Today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support. Now, with your online business briefing, Smallcapvoice.com's Stuart T. Smith. Welcome back, everybody, and thanks so much for making us part of your day and part of your due diligence as you look at small and micro-cab stocks to add to your portfolio and to your watch list. And we're shining a spotlight on another smart and fresh play here today at Small Cap Voice, and that is Stella Diagnostics Incorporated. Stella Diagnostics is traded on the OTC under the ticker symbol SLDX, and their website is Stella dx.com s-t-e-l-l-a-d-x.com we're lucky enough to be joined by the ceo of the company dr joe abdo dr joe how are you today i'm good thank you for having me Stuart. pleasure to be here well it's great to have you you and i got to get on a call a couple of days ago and listeners go to stella dx click on that investors tab okay then i want you to scroll over to the Stellignite Diagnostics Investor Deck, which was just updated in January 2022, because there's some information that's going to happen here in just a few moments. It's going to blow your mind, okay? Because I didn't know any of this stuff, Joe, before our call. Again, when we talk about cancer, and I don't want to jump ahead too far, but everybody's going to say, well, pancreatic cancer, lung cancer, all these different cancers are probably the most deadly. They are not. Esophageal cancer is the fastest rising, deadliest cancer in the United States. And so with that, I'm going to let you jump in now and tell me about the company, tell me where you operate, and tell me the cancer that you're targeting. Sure. So company is called Stella Diagnostics. We're just about a year and a couple months old. So a uh, pretty new company founded in 2020. Uh, we're currently based in Salt Lake City, but we're pan-national organization, just like a lot of companies had to reflex to during the pandemic. Uh, but we're operating multiple functions coast to coast. Um, our main asset is, is mass spec proteomics diagnostics, uh, which we think when we analyze precancerous tissue, we can inform physicians if that tissue is actually possessive of uh, carcinogenic molecular properties, which are currently not the standard of care uh, when patients with precancerous diseases are being screened. Currently, patients will just have what's called gross inspection, where the doctor will look at the disease with a camera. Um, and then there's microscopic inspection, where they'll take biopsies and look at um, basically gross aspects of the cell structure, cell organization, cell differentiation, things like that. But there's no molecular information that's being assessed with the current standard of care for people that have precancerous diseases like Barrett's esophagus. And so I'll, I'll just kind of piggyback a little bit in that, you know, I st- started this company and I have a lot of friends that work in the you know molecular oncology space and the precision uh, medicine space and biotech. And, and they say, well, you know, why did you start a company out that's focused on esophageal disease? It's so random, like that's so niche. And it's actually not. So, you know, there's 60 million Americans that have uh, gastroesophageal reflux disease. That's about one in four American adults mm-hmm. have uh, issues with, with the bottom of their esophagus where they either have inflammation or they have dysphagia or they have trouble swallowing. And so this is something that affects you know many, many millions of Americans and then can progress to a precancerous condition called Barrett's esophagus. Um, and it's of those patients are the only ones that get esophageal adenocarcinoma. So we already know which patients are going to get this deadliest cancer in the country. And they're going to see their physicians routinely for screening. Yet 
80% of them are still presenting in the advanced stages of cancer. So stage two to four, where it's much harder to uh, extend or even save the lives if you present in the late stages. So our goal as a company at Stella Diagnostics is to have 100% of patients that progress from this precancerous condition known as Barrett's esophagus and, and ultimately get esophageal adenocarcinoma, that they present to their oncologist in stage one or stage zero, where they can actually be cured and not succumb to this you know, very deadly disease. And and so uh, I think, you know, an anecdotal story that kind of um, helps kind of give color to the background of why we started this company and why we're so passionate about it is that one of our, uh, you know, co-inventors of our uh, main assay for the prediction of, of which patients with Barrett's esophagus are going to get cancer and which one are at low risk for cancer development is a surgical oncologist. So he the job that he does is actually remove a uh, patient's esophagus is and do a, they, what's called a gastric pull-up. It's a very technical and invasive uh, surgery. It's very expensive. It's, I would say it's hundreds of thousands of dollars. And I was in his office one day, you know, this was way before Stella was started and he was very upset. And I was, and I said, what's wrong? And he said, well, I just had a stage three esophageal cancer patient uh, in my OR. I did a, you know, this $300,000 surgery and now I'm handing the patient off to an oncologist and they're going to get poisoned with, with chemotherapy and radiation for uh, a couple months, and then they're going to die. And I said, well, that's not your fault. You're the surgeon, and you did your job. You did a good job with the surgery. And he said, I know, Joe, but these patients are seeing their physicians routinely already. Why are they coming to me at stage three when they cannot be saved? And so that's when that the light switch kind of went on. We had that eureka moment where we said, okay, well, we have patients that are coming in. They're getting biopsies. Those biopsies are going down to pathology departments, they're being stored, they're being saved, we can develop a test that actually looks at biochemical mechanisms of carcinogenesis, which is a fancy word for just saying basically normal cells turning into cancer cells. And we can look at this precancerous tissue and actually say uh, with very high confidence that there are molecular properties, molecular pathways that are upregulated that are indicative that cancer is just around the corner. And if we don't see that, we can say with high confidence that the patient is at low risk for developing cancer. And then that way that that patient can be screened less and have, you know, less invasive screening uh, visits with their gastroenterologist. So there's, you know, there's healthcare economic benefits, and there's also benefits for the clinicians, the patients, and, and the pathologists by inserting the Stella test into this diagnostic uh, paradigm. Yeah, and I got a couple of takeaways from our conversation earlier this week. It's used in concert. This isn't disruptive. There's not more biopsies, but doctors have to love it because of this reason as well. Yeah, and we were very uh, careful in our design of the test. So there are other diagnostic assays out there for other either cancerous indications or solid tumors and things like that, where they require tons of tissue and the turnaround time can be uh, you know weeks to months. And so when we were designing our assay, uh, it was important to us that we were very physician friendly, that we would not be replacing the standard screening protocols that are already in place that are, you know, where these gastroenterologists and GI pathologists are very well trained and, and doing upper endoscopies and assessing these patients. We don't want to replace any of that. We want to be used in concert and be a complementary toolkit for these clinicians to basically make a better informed clinical decision. 
And so when we designed our test, we decided to use a mass spec because it's very sensitive or requires very little tissue material. So we don't have to go to the pathologist and say, hey, send us the entire biopsy. We can say, just send us a tiny you know, paper-thin slice. And from that tiny paper-thin slice, we basically melt down that biopsy into a mass spec-friendly lysate. We run it through the machine and we can quantify all these disease drivers. And, and even not only disease drivers, we look for good guys as well. So these are biomarkers that are associated with controlling the amount of cells that are in a compartment. So if those good guys leave the building and the bad guys, which are like proliferation markers and growth factors and things like that, are upregulated, that's not a hallmark of carcinogenesis. That's the definition of cancer. And that's what we look for. And so we want to give that molecular information to the pathologist, to the gastroenterologist, and have them use that information with their gross inspection and with their microscopic inspection to make a, a, a well-informed decision on what to do with these patients to better stratify them as either high or low risk. And if we can actually get the right people in the high risk bucket, then we think that we can ultimately extend and save lives because they would, should be presumably be presenting to their oncologists in the earlier stages of disease. Well, once again, we're speaking to Dr. Joe Abdo. He is the chief executive officer of Stella Diagnostics. So we're going to change gears a little bit right now, Joe. We're going to put on our CEO hat and take off our doctor hat. We're going to talk a little mm -hmm. bit about the investment considerations. And I'm going to start with your directors. I'm going to start with your board because you have a team of rock stars that have surrounded this company. If these people with far more knowledge than most of us day traders have, have surrounded themselves and embedded themselves into this company, that's a really big validation for your company. Dr. Joe, tell me a little bit about this team, and, and then we'll go into, again, competition. We'll go into the Be Smart and where it is. And I, I mean, we talked about it. It's, it's commercial ready right now, but let's talk about the team around yeah. you. Yeah, well, Stella Diagnostics has a, has a deep bench of experience, biotechnology asset managers, executive leaders with decades of experience, uh, managing and investing in life science organizations, and and they're really doing a great job working to position Stella as a standard screening tool for precancerous diseases. And then on the other end, the, the scientific and discovery and the R and D uh, side of things, um, we have you know um, domain experts, practicing physicians in the fields of gastroenterology, surgical oncology. GI pathology, clinical science, um, with a combined years of, you know, 100 plus years of experience and over 550 peer-reviewed publications with all of us combined, respectively. So, you know, we've got a very robust uh, team of experts that can help us from, you know, the clinical side, scientific, financial, and the startup biotech uh, environment. And, um, and so I think we're, you know, really well positioned with those experts to validate the work that we're doing and then get our tests in the hands of clinicians as soon as, as humanly possible. And the financial side of things is buttoned up pretty well. Again, I'm looking at Peter Cohen being involved. If you don't know who he is, please Google him. Uh, David Seberg, you can Google him as well. All these people are available at the StellaDX.com website. Go on team, then go on board of directors. Got to meet Fred Zeno in our last call as well. Uh, again, you've got a nice team there. And like you said, a deep yeah. bench. <laughs> Yeah, they're awesome. I mean, Peter Cohen is a legend on Wall Street, and um, I'm super lucky to have him just in our orbit. And he's, you know, was a CEO of American Express and Lehman Brothers, and um, has an amazing track record. And then David Seberg was on Fast Money on CNBC. He was mm -hmm. a regular on-air commentator. Uh, he worked at Cowen for for 
two decades plus. He's been a CEO of biotech companies. And so I really do have a, a fantastic board of directors that are that's leading us in the right direction and making sure that Stella is well positioned to, you know, have a, a, a direct path to market that's clean and um, and understandable for for all investors and, and people that have uh, you know positions in our organization. So yeah, we've been really lucky to, to recruit such great uh, key opinion leaders in the space. And then also on the other side of things, on the research side of things, you know, our principal investigators come from places like the Mayo Clinic and Kansas University Medical Center. And Mayo Clinic was just named the, the number one gastroenterology institution for the 30th year in a row, 2021 included. Um, so we really, from you know, both standpoints, from the regulatory and biotech leadership aspects and the asset management aspects, all the way through our clinical science and how we're validating and optimizing our assays, uh, you know, with the leading medical institutions in the country, uh, I you know, couldn't be happier with the team that we currently have on for all these fronts. All right. Well, this is our first interview with Dr. Joe, so we can't go too far into this, but I do want to talk to you a little bit, Joe, before I let you go about how the Be Smart also, we talked about why it's good for the patients, the insurance companies, because of the money it saves and the fact that it doesn't have these increased charges, but it removes subjectivity. And that's something that I'm a financial guy, but when I was listening to this, I'm also 51 with acid reflux. And, mm-hmm. and we all get kind of can get hung up by different pathologists at different times looking at the same information. And I'm not disparaging anyone, but we've all probably had a family member that went under several different medication regimens because they looked at things differently. This test and its results are startlingly clear, removing that subjectivity. Again, I'll tell listeners to go to that slide deck under the investors tab. You'll see what I'm talking about. But Joe, tell me about that. I'm a two-time cancer survivor myself. I I had brain cancer when I was in high school. So, you know, I've I've been, I've, I know what it feels like to be looked in the eye and, and receive that kind of news. And, and I know what's important to patients and, and the, my providers that were helping me survive. And that's, you know, quick turnaround time, that's high quality results. So um, to, to be able to avoid the possibility of false positives or to be put on the, the, the wrong drug regimen or, or to be stratified as high risk when you're actually low risk, you know, those are all things that um, have a huge impact on on how the patient is treated and how you know the optimized patient management strategies can go. Um, and so the, all those things we were we took into account when when designing our tests. So like the the crux of our technology, like I mentioned before, relies on what I think is the most superior platform for detection and quantification of of human proteomics. And that's known as mass spectrometry. And so uh, w- when we utilize this method that allows Stella Diagnostics to deliver accurate results, void of subjective interpretation, and a very low likelihood of false positives from a very small piece of fixed tissue. So the test is pathologist friendly, so it can provide robust molecular information using only eight millimeters squared of leftover biopsy tissue that's taken during these routine endoscopic procedures. that, That allows us to seamlessly provide more information on the presence of disease drivers in this precancerous tissue without disrupting the standard screening workflow. Um, so basically, you know, all the all the physician needs to do is just slice an extra slice, send it to our lab. 
we melt it down and we can report all this molecular information back to, so that these physicians can make a more informed clinical decisions for their patient. And then it's also very patient friendly because the patient doesn't need to experience an extra biopsy. So there's no extra risk of bleed. Uh, they don't have to be under anesthesia during the upper endoscopy for a second longer using the Stella test. And then also they can have peace of mind of knowing that, yes, the clinician looked at the tissue with a high definition camera and, and you, you know, saw either, you know, low risk anatomy or high risk anatomy. The pathologist looked at the cells and they, they made their call. And then you can get that molecular information to really slam dunk at home of whether or not they're at high risk for disease progression or not. And so that's why I think we're very patient friendly because their experience doesn't change whatsoever by having the Stella test ordered. And then they also get the peace of mind of knowing if there are molecular hallmarks of disease progression and carcinogenesis inside their tissue that is, uh, has been classified as precancerous. Dr. Joe, talk to me about competition because this, I'm using air quotes, nobody can see them, this niche market of 67 million potential patients, so it's not niche at all, you've got to have some competition head-to-head, correct? There's other companies out there that are trying to bring more clarity and stratify the patients by risk of you know who should be in the bucket of, of uh, potential for progressing to cancer and who sh- should be in the bucket of not having the molecular potential to progress to cancer. Um, There's two companies out there that are kind of doing similar things. One of them looks at mutational load. So that that utilizes next generation sequencing, which is genomics. Um, And so, you know, one of the things, and this is, I, you know, I'm supported by the literature, uh, the peer-reviewed literature on this fact, but, you know, there has not been a lot of genomic associations with Barrett's esophagus progressing to cancer. It's, it's more environmental factors. It's more like diet. Therefore, I don't think, you know, assessing the mutational load um, will have a lot of clinical utility in the future. Um, not only that, this test costs $3,100 its turnaround time is three to four weeks, and it requires nine uh, sections of tissue, which is a lot of tissue. Um, And again, they're only reporting on mutations of 10 gene loci, which if you were to go into the, you know, uh, PubMed, there's not a lot of strong associations there. So what we do at Stella Diagnostics is we actually look at the protein. So we're not looking at the genome. The genome is, I like to describe as the blueprint of what your cells should be. We look at the proteome, which is actually what the house is made out of. And so I always tell the ask doctors, what do you want to know? Do you want to know what the blueprint is? is uh, composed of, or do you want to know what the house is actually made out of? And what the house is actually made of is what's important because that's what's going on in real time. Are there disease drivers present? Are the good guys leaving the building? That's what they need to know. And that's what you can find out with proteomics. You cannot find that out with mutational analysis. The cost of our test undoubtedly will be less than $3,100. And for reimbursement, our turnaround time, because we use the mass spec, is, is about one week. Um, so we think we can, you know, match our, the timing of getting our results with the, you know, the same type of cadence as the in-house pathologists. And then we only require two, two slides of tissue or two sections of tissue, which is way less than the other companies. And then on top of that, we provide more molecular information. So we, we report on 12 uh, biomarkers that are associated with disease progression from Barrett's to cancer. That will always be either, um, you know, increased because we're constantly doing uh, R&D and adding biomarkers and subtracting biomarkers to make sure that our test is absolutely as predictive as possible. Um, So we're the the quickest. We require the least amount of tissue and report on the most molecular information. There's also another company out there 
Uh, but I don't think it's you know worth talking too much about because it's very similar to the standard of care. They do a kind of advanced histopathology. And so that's what the pathologists are already doing, which is are looking at under a microscope, looking at the cells, but they use uh, antibody-based fluorescent testing. So they look at about nine biomarkers. This is technically still proteomics, but it's antibody-based. So there's still subjectivity. There's still the possibility of non- uh, specific binding or overstaining or subjective interpretation. Um, and so there's all that subjectivity is still is possessed by this company's technology and their platform. They also require nine sections of tissue. Their turnaround time is also four, four weeks like the other company. And so again, we are above and beyond what the standard of care is because we're using multiplexable high throughput mass spectrometry, which is really dependable and yields very high confident data. We're reporting on proteomic expression. Our turnaround time is faster. We require the least amount of tissue and report on the most molecular uh, disease drivers. So, so yes, there is competition, but I think once Stella gets up and running and, and is uh, uh, going for clinical adoption, um, that we're going to have no problem making a case that our test will be the best for these these patients and this this cohort of embattled patients. All right, listeners, get on the highest mountaintop and yell out Stella DX, okay? <laughs> that is SLDX, Stella Diagnostics. That's not just a better mousetrap that you described to me, Joe. That was a bigger, faster, stronger test and mousetrap. What happens when you do something like that? Well, the world notices. Look at the news flow. Stella Diagnosis and the Mayo, Mayo Clinic enter into collaborative research agreement. Stella Diagnostics and the University of Kansas. Stella Diagnosis announces partnership with MPro Laboratories. These are third-party outside validations. It's not Dr. Joe saying it. It's not Stuart Smith saying it. This is an undiscovered gem. Take the time to do your due diligence add SLDX to your watch list. Dr. Joe, we're going to talk to you again here in the near future. Good luck with everything. We look forward to checking in with you here soon in the near future back here on smallcapvoice.com. Thanks for your time, Joe. Thanks, Stuart. Thanks for having me. Have a great day. For Dr. Joe Abdo, this is Stuart Smith saying thanks so much for listening. Smallcapvoice.com, today's leader in investor relations, capital formation, and retail support, provides its clients with the highest level of service. Our audio interviews are disseminated to one of the largest opt-in audiences available today. How? We at smallcapvoice.com believe in aligning and affiliating ourselves with other leaders within the investor relations community. By sharing resources, each affiliated firm is made that much stronger and each client is served that much better. Our focus is to identify and provide the very best financial services and solutions available to clients and their shareholders. For more information about our services, please call us at 512-267-2430 or visit us on the web at www.smallcapvoice.com. This is a broadcast of smallcapvoice.com, a financial communications and investor relations firm. Smallcapvoice.com receives payment for investor relations and financial consulting services that it provides to its clients. You should assume that officers, directors, and employees of smallcapvoice.com or financial analysts mentioned and their families hold a position and intend to trade in these securities for their own accounts. This is not an offer or recommendation to buy or sell securities. Information in this broadcast is presented solely for informative purposes and is not intended to be nor should it be construed as investment advice. 
As in all investments, an investment in a featured company carries an investment risk. Listeners should review the company thoroughly with a registered investment advisor or registered stockbroker. This broadcast does not purport to be a complete study of the featured company or other companies mentioned. Information used and statements of fact have been obtained from the featured company and other sources but not verified nor guaranteed by smallcapvoice.com as to completeness or accuracy. Such information is subject to change without notice.